Danny, with a little bit called, I don't know, Me Pig, Me Puig. I've never seen anything go, I I don't want to say viral, but viral within our ticket community. Yeah. With less substance. Maybe regonk, but at least regonk's funny. This is pretty damn funny. (laughs) My pig's pretty funny, man. People are my pigging everybody now. There's memes of my pig. Yeah, because it's funny. I have a pig in my house that says my pig on it. (laughs) We saw a cartoon at Ticket Stock based on your pig. They gave away free pigs at some Ticket Stock booth. As they should. So anyway. It's got its own thing. Back to you. So if you aren't familiar with it, here is the version that you all know and love. My pig found its <laughs> found itself smart My enough pig. to hop over the the barrier from his pen to the next pen and eat all of that pig's food, then go to the next one and eat all of that pig's food and then the next one and eat all of that pig's food and make his way back in time for when it was my turn to my time to feed him he had already eaten three meals and was just sitting there waiting for me and i would feed him and he would eat that that's why he gained so much weight and got sifted at the fat stock show okay so first of all (laughs) just the wobbly drunk cadence of the way i tell a story combined with the fact that it sounds like an out of breath six-year-old trying to tell you about something that happened at school that day i couldn't have economized and said well he jumped over three pins and ate all of the food and then came back and he was fat no and, and then he went to the pin food and then he ate the pin and ate all that pin food and then went to another pin and ate all that pin food it is sound like first a grader. flipping moron that's part of the charm of it god it's I'm awesome a, i am an adult full-grown man you are i've accomplished a lot in this life <laughs> and now it's this it's reduced to the rubble of my pig i feel though that when we all pass that there will be that knowing nod like when you do go and whatever time it is that when people are discussing danny bayless that yeah that you will we all will have our thing you know i went to tcu oh jeez. and i don't know if this is has superseded or or trumped um flask. flask dude it's close it's real close yeah it's very close i've got a flask in my car if Wobbly. you guys want to join me for an after hours drink well there's a reason Man, that was i wobbly. think this has superseded it i do too i think my pig is bigger it's just fresher maybe so but i i i don't know it seems to have more legs out there among the masses than flask did that went a long make way. Make no mistake, Flask was strong. As people would approach you no matter where you were to tell you that they do have a Flask in their car. And, and it removes the spinal fluid from my body. Just the, the, My pig does just as much as Flask did. Right. Where you're out at a bar or at, at Albertsons. Hey, Dingu, where's your pig? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I haven't seen him. <laughs> Well, anyway, (laughs) the story was actually told well before this incarnation. Now, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, this was not the first time we'd we'd heard this. I don't remember this at all. I just remember that telling of the story. And again, we've been doing this for 20 years, and so we tend to repeat things every now and then. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, something that iconic, maybe it's the fact that it's been replayed 50 million times, but I feel like I would remember it. But this story was actually told... In 01? In a real economic, succinct, 
really? manner. Yes. This was probably about 14 years ago. Our guess is around 04. Yeah, the on-ticket says September 29th of 2004. How did you come to get this? A P1, KJ Fairbrother is his name on Twitter, tweeted me last week. Said, hey, here's the first time Danny talks about his pig, and it's a link to the unticket. But why did they and have that? Was it, did, did we crack up? Again, I've, I've not heard this. So I want to kind of be surprised. The segment really has nothing to do with Danny's pig at all. They were, you were talking about somebody pranked you or something, and they put tiny cobra heads on your uh, tire air your stems. Yeah, yeah, your stems. And I guess before that, Mike was talking about. Gosh, what was he? What was we he talking, talking about? about? Okay, so we had seen all seen Walk the Line, yes. I guess the Johnny fake, Cash, fake Johnny, or I guess the real the Johnny real Cash one. movie, yeah. yeah. And um, that's Walk Hard, yeah, Walk Hard <laughs> is what I was thinking of. And we had talked, I guess, the previous day about how his brother died, and there was, I guess, some something up for debate. And Mike was clarifying what it was, and I guess talking about farms and working on farms segued into ffa talk and then hammer raised an animal and i raised an animal and then i guess we got to the business at hand but this was the first time i ever told the story about my pig and listen for the way i used my pig okay so before we get to this you're gonna hear a voice And like last we're, we're week, we're doing this you have to dude oh, like last week mike walked or we were at a remote and a guy walked up and he goes Hey man, I just at the, at the tree at Fan and Tree Farm. Um, walked over to us. I can't think of Fan and Tree Farm without singing the song. Now. Fan and Tree Farm, <laughs> oh, oh, Fan and Tree Farm, oh, oh. We're all farming. <laughs> We're all pruning. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. So anyway, a guy walked up and he goes, "Hey, I just started listening to you guys last month." Wow, there are people last that are month just now jumping in on a this. month ago. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, there was a, there was a dude that worked on the show for a decade plus, twelve years. That has been gone now for almost eleven. Eleven years. His name is the Hammer. Absolutely, <laughs> All right? you bitch. So, for those who haven't been listening for a long, long time, this is the voice that you're going to hear. He doesn't work on the show anymore, but. That's another story, but that's that's where uh, that's that other voice. All right. Thanks. See, I was right. Agro, Mike. I know my agro. Will you wear your FFA jacket to work tomorrow? I sure will. I was a With member the of that. Cursive well, Gregor, embroidered showed- Mike. Pause that. God, your voice sounds deep. Yeah, there's something wrong with this tape. Either that or I didn't get Yeah, probably sleep. the fact that it's about 40 years old. Well, yeah, but God. Usually your voice gets deeper as yeah. you get older. Like mine sounds to me significantly higher. It is. Yours is, though, is like, <laughs> you sound like Andre the Giant. <laughs> could have been a rough day. You never know. In 2004, good Lord. That was post-divorce. I might have been going on three days, no sleep. <sighs> okay, go on. Will you wear your FFA jacket to work tomorrow? I sure will. I was a With member of that. Cursive well, Gregor, embroidered showed, Mike on the front. Did you show cattle and pigs mm-hmm. and yeah. hogs? Yeah. Well, then you were into you were into that a little bit. Then you no. had to know about. No. Yeah, you had to know about shredders, didn't you? Never heard of that. I've never heard. I've heard of a thrasher. You never I've never heard of it. You never driven shredder. the tractor and pulled a shredder. I didn't drive any tractors. I mean, I can because there's not there's nothing out there that I can't drive. Nothing. I really? castrated a pig right. once. Oh, I did that. Mm-hmm. 
My pig. What was his name? Sniglet. Stop right there. <laughs> My pig. My, My pig. pig. My pig. God. <laughs> Boy, what a what a difference between the two my pigs. <laughs> My the pig. Other, yeah, the other one was so excited. This one is My, my pig. pig. My pig. My pig. God. <laughs> 14 years apart. What is wrong with you? You've got to be so hungover. Maybe. It's possible. Okay, go Once. ahead. Oh, I did that. Mm -hmm. My pig. <laughs> what was his name? Sniglet. Sniglet? That's a yeah. name that you just made up. No, it's not. Swear. What was yours? What? What? Your pig? Didn't you show a pig? Cow. A calf. Calf. Did you have a name for it? Or mm -hmm. What was it? Cody. I brought my pig to the Fort Worth stock show and it got sifted because it weighed too much, so I didn't get to, I didn't get to show it. What does sift mean? It means they it's just call it. it. Means they, they throw just, it out. Yeah, they throw it out. Then you can sell it per pound and make money. A lot of people don't want to buy the sifted stuff though. Uh, my pig was big. Did you keep it or did you sell it? I sold it. God, they, how do you do that? They cut his head off and made pork out of him. God. I needed the money, dude. I was like a sophomore What'd you in high sell school. What you for? That was like 250 bucks. Oh, well, that's a lot. Which generally barely covers your, your feed bill. Right. I think I made about $67. It's all right. Not bad. Yeah. Wow. And that was it? That was the that was we, your telling of my of pig? We moved on to an entirely different new topic. Boy, I sound laid back. My pig. You really do. Like, hey, man, this radio thing, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good at this. My pig. What was his name? Sounds like me at the zoo. Yeah. Hey, man. My pig. Snigly. My pig. My pig. God, that's like eight <laughs> octaves, dude. It's weird. It is. I don't know why my voice has gotten higher. It should be lower. It is. I'm telling you. Like, we have other audio of you from back then where it's definitely higher. That, must that, have... that was a rough day. Either that or you were sick. You had a cold or something like that, which... I would like to think that's the case, but probably it's the former. It's probably the... It's trouble. Yeah, yeah it's, it's nothing good. It's trouble. <laughs> the ticket. Rory McIlroy's ball landed inside a golf cart. <laughs> oh, no. Lodged in between two water bottles. Look at that. God. Where are you that seeing this? Zap to it? Uh, it's yeah, on the we're TV. We're seeing it zap to it. It's on the TV. That is hilarious. <laughs> Where'd you get Zap to it from? <laughs> Tough lie, Rory. Where are you getting okay, this from? Okay, there Zap is a it? skill, and maybe this is going to be like a a race in the future because I believe that Mike Saroy is going to be on the ticket for the long haul. I, I think, and I think Dak Prescott will be a Dallas Cowboy for the long haul. I think we could, they're going to have a similar run together. I don't know. I think I'd bet more on the latter than the former myself. But that's just me. On Dak? Yeah. Is V. Saroy? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll take Saroy. I mean, look, jail may intervene. That's true. Who knows what kinds of sordid things there are in his past that we don't even know about. <laughs> that's true. So, speaking of uh, Warstick and Jack White, we had Mike Saroy on after we played the baseball game against Jack White uh, last year. And Mike had a moment that will live in infamy because we had never heard anything like it before. 
and it became known simply as Metal Bats. I, I struck out with a Trevor Story bat. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's really nice. He's I mean, from Irving, by the way. The the the. I mean, from the batting helmets to the to uniforms that they made, everything. everything is so clean and so sharp. They have metal bats too, which I didn't realize till I got there, and they're cool looking. Like they have original art on them and stuff. Yeah. Listen I mean, how he slows down after afterwards, and they're cool looking with art and stuff. They have metal bats too, and they're cool looking. One more time. I, st- I struck out with a Trevor Story bat. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's really nice. He was I mean, from Irving, by the way. The the the. I mean, from the batting helmets to the to uniforms that they made, everything. everything is so clean and so sharp. They have metal bats too, which I didn't realize till I got there, and they're cool looking. Like they have <laughs> all right, original all right, art on them right, and stuff. Right. Yeah. Back up here. Back up here. Listen to the run up to that. Because we're having just normal chit-chat, normal pace of conversation and everything. Everybody sounds like themselves. Yes. Right? Yes. And there, <laughs> there is nothing abnormal going on, right? No. Okay. St- so now listen to the run-up to it. There is a just a tick where everything stops. I, st- I struck out with a Trevor Story bat. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> It's really nice. He was I mean, from Irving, by the way. The the the. I mean, from the batting helmets to the to uniforms that they made, everything. everything is so clean and so sharp. They have metal bats too, which I didn't realize till I got there, and they're cool looking. <laughs> like they have original See, art on them little, and stuff. There is. Yeah. There's a pause. Yeah. Yes, there's just a little tick in there, and then you go from zero to ninety. I can yes. tell you exactly what happened real quick in that pause. He inserted the needle into his arm with the speedball, with uh-huh. the first part being cocaine and the back end of it being heroin. The cocaine hit his brain. He went metal bats. The heroin hit his brain, and it was, and they're cool looking. He just falls into the couch. Yep. Well, that is, th- that's metal bats. And so now anybody, <laughs> anytime bats. somebody talks fast, it's, it's metal bats. Who dubbed it metal bats? I think it's, we just did. They yeah. had metal bats too, which I didn't realize until I got there. <laughs> That's just what it is. It's, it's metal, metal bats. bats is the subject line. Uh, and so we noticed that Dak Prescott is really, really good at this as well. Oh, I'm going to play some audio here. Are you? Yeah. Uh, we just showed the character of this team once again. Continue to. Wait, yeah, that's it. So, hang on, hang on. Hang You're hang doing on. great. Hang on. Here we go. Well, hang on. Let me find the other one because oh, that. La, la. I could tell some uh, jokes. Here we go. Here we go. Obviously, you're all smiles, Dak. Tell me about just how this win really helps the Cowboys, their psyche, their confidence, the whole nine. Yeah, this was huge for us. Uh, this is our first back-to-back wins this year. So, uh, and doing that, good job, good job. And doing that on the road uh, in this environment in a close game like that, having to put a two-minute drive together, this is huge for this team. We're going to take this momentum and keep moving. You were talking to us about just getting comfortable, feeling better about this offense. Give me some specifics on that. Yeah, I mean, the guys are just running around, they're getting open, the lines protecting. Uh, we wanted that ball right there with the game on the line in two minutes. Uh, right there, big third down conversion. They protected. Young uh, Michael Gallup made a great catch on the sideline. Uh, we just showed the character of this team once again, continuing to fight our backs against the wall. Uh, this team's got a lot in them. Congratulations to you. Yep, thank you, man. See, he's, so this was, he just a, he's a fast talker. Dude, it's unbelievable. Yeah, and he's geeked after a big football win. I know. I, I, can, I can understand that. Metal Bats this was comes his, out of nowhere. This was his Metal Bats moment from that, though. 
Uh, we just showed the character of this team once again, continuing to fight our backs against the wall. This team's got a lot in them. Congratulations to them. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a lot. Uh, we just that's... showed the character of this team once again, continuing to fight our backs against the wall. This team's got a lot in them. That's a metal badge moment. <laughs> that is. All right, so we found a new one with, uh, with Saroy. And it was yesterday that Saroy was on the air with us. And, again, he went all metal bats on us. It's hard to go back-to-back. For sure. Almost impossible to go back-to-back. There are very, very few people that have ever done it in the history, and I don't think Patrick Reed is one of them. Can I give you my sexy one if you want to gamble? Yeah. 45-1, to one, Matt Kuchar. I think that's an insanely high number. Boy, and he's I just too. one of those Good dudes. Lord. He, he lapped himself in the sentence. Yeah, he did. Very, very few people that have ever done it in the history, and I don't think Patrick Reed is one of them. Can I give you my sexy one if you want to gamble? Yeah. 45 to 1, Matt Kuchar. I think that's an insane... Can I don't even I know what he's saying. Can I give Can you I my sexy you... one if you want to gamble? Ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's Metal Bats. Can I give you so... my sexy one if you want to gamble? Can I give you my sexy one if you want to gamble? They have metal bats too, which I didn't realize till I got there. Can I give you my sexy one if you want to gamble? They have metal bats too, which I didn't realize till I got there. All right, real quick, play the original metal bats, the short one. They have metal bats too, which I didn't realize till I got there. Okay, and now his new one. Can I give you my sexy one if you want to gamble? And now. Uh, we just showed the character of this team once again, continuing to fight our backs against the wall. This team's got a lot in them. <laughs> this team's got a lot in them. That's impressive, man. That That's is fast really talking. impressive. Yep. They have metal bats, too, my which I didn't realize until I got there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh they're, are they the same length, too? Pretty much. It's close. Yeah. They have metal bats, too, which I didn't realize until I got gamble? there. <laughs> that sounds funny together. <laughs> that is awesome. The ticket. T-E-A-T-H. <laughs> what does that spell? Death, 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 death. Mmm. Mm-mm-mm. People keep dying, and we keep talking about them. It's what we do as we try to induct these freshly minted dead humans into a three-bedroom apartment. And today we decided, you know what, let's involve someone outside of the show. And so what we did was we just kind of randomly picked someone to try to induct noted rapper DMX into the three-bedroom apartment in the sky. Yeah. This is completely random, right? Yeah, yeah. I I, I chose Norm. Okay. Because I thought he would probably be, you know, the most well-versed in rap music. Was he napping? Yeah, I couldn't get him on the phone. All right. Well, I don't even... I think a guy just called. We don't even know who it is. Sir, please state your name and your relationship with DMX. Oh, shut up. You know <laughs> it's Donovan Lewis! What a coincidence. I don't know what the coincidence is, but... Like, like you guys just randomly selected someone and dug DMX. I need this because <laughs> you guys so wronged. Uh, who was the last one? Tiny. So wrong? Tiny Lister. Yeah. Tiny Lister. You guys so wronged him that I got to try to make this case the appropriate way to see if he can get his rightful place in, uh, in the apartment. Well, this hey, is so shocking. I had this. no idea it was you. Donovan, this is great. before you begin... Could you uh, please tell from your perspective the Tom Gribble DMX story? <laughs> yeah, on the way to uh, Dodger Stadium the one time, I do believe. And you know how Tom never liked quiet time like uh, we enjoyed. So it was silent in the car we were in. 
and he just looked over out of the blue and asked what was my favorite DMX album. It was really just weird. That's a norm. That's a normism. Donovan, you eat chitlins. (laughs) You like DMX. (laughs) We just can't have quiet, silent riding. No. I had to ask a question, and I don't know why DMX was on his mind. You know what, though? You were probably going to answer him nicely before I made a spectacle of that very uncomfortable (laughs) racial moment, but it happened, so. All right, dude. The floor is yours. DMX dead at the age of 50. Yes. Okay. I will admit that he may not have been everyone's cup of tea because you can talk rap, you can talk gangster rap. This is hardcore. Yeah. This is hardcore East Coast rap that if you have any, oh my gosh, any queasy feelings about lyrics or naughty words in music, then he definitely wasn't your cup of tea. I do understand that. But that dude carried a label. There would be no Rough Riders, and I hear people talk about Def Jam, the like reincarnation of Def Jam was because of Rough Riders, mm-hmm. and that was because of DMX. He single-handedly made everyone else in that group successful. Now, he and the Locks, another New York rap group, came in around the same time, but it was DMX who carried that thing to now Swiss Beats is who he is, and Eve, and all those people in uh, Rough Riders, it was all because of DMX. This dude sold over 70 million records. God! Are you serious? Wow. I am dead serious. Over 70 million. And in 2006, he released his, uh, I'm sorry, he was, yeah, no, 2003, I'm sorry. He released his fifth album. His first five albums were number one on Billboard 200, on the Billboard 200 list. No other artist had ever had five consecutive albums Jeez. at number one on the Billboard 200. I don't know if anyone has done it since, but DMX did it. And, dude, at the same time, I think, a, well, not a lot of people, maybe a lot of white people uh, that weren't into the genre, they saw, like, Romeo Must Die, and they're like, who's that guy? Sure. You know? Sure. And he did have four... Uh, Pictures, major motion picture acting credits. Now, he had a ton of straight to DVDs that <laughs> I, I haven't seen, but I did see the four movies he was in. And I just want you to—I want to play the song "What They Really Want" that has two words in the title, the re- original title that I'm not going to say. But in the second verse of that song, that dude named about 22 different chicks' names, and it's a banger. So please play what they really want. There was Brenda, Letitia, Linda, Felicia, Dawn, LaShawn, Inez, and Alicia, Teresa, Monica, Sharon, Nikki, Lisa, Veronica, Karen, Vicky, Cookies. Well, I met her in an ice cream parlor. Tanya, Diane, Lori, and Carla, Marina, Selena, Katrina, Sabrina, about three Kims, Latoya, Tina, Shelly, Bridget, Kathy, Rashida, Kelly, Nicole, Angel, Juanita, Stacy, Tracy, Rhonda, and Rhonda, Donna, Yolanda, Tawana, and Wanda, were all treated fairly, but yet still. You can't tell me that's hard, that ain't hard, man. That's like 10... That's, it's a banger. That's like ten times more the chicks that Too Short mentioned in Freaky Tales, Donovan. <laughs> that's right. That's right. 
dude. He's a straight verse of just naming names, and it's awesome. I love that tune. I've been singing that tune since he uh, since he passed. I walk around the house just. So when was that a late '90s song, or was that in the 2000s? Uh, I think that was early 2000s. Okay. All right. What they really want, but uh, yeah, a couple of other words in there that we can't say the real title. But he's probably best <laughs> known, and this is probably his uh, the one that gets the most play, and that's the Rough Ride of that. You know, when he died, no, I was, I was going to say, Donnie, when, when he died and I started reading into all of it, I couldn't believe how rough it actually was. And you hear this all the time. Oh, he grew up really. Dude, this guy, it was rough. That was for real. Somebody that he really trusted growing up uh, gave him a joint like laced with crack or something like that. And he smoked it his first time doing it. And it just kind of set him over the top. And man, his mom used to beat him up badly. Uh, they sent him to his mom sent him to a home saying they were just visiting. She checked him in. He stayed there for like, oh, I can't remember the amount of time, but it was a long time. He grew up hard. Hard. In, in, in New York, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, just so terribly hard. Uh, but, uh, again, one of the most distinctive voices you'll hear yeah. when you hear a DMX song, you know exactly who it is. You have rough guys doing what they're doing, but just the dog persona, him barking in his style, it's one of a kind, man. Yeah, that I, dude was incredible musically. And I think you can hear that pain and suffering. Like a lot of times in hip-hop or rock and roll, you don't really hear – you don't believe it, you know. You don't. You don't feel right. the lyrics. This guy, man, you can sense that uh, there's a lot of there's a big, huge backstory to it all. Yeah, like they're living a lie. They're living what they think everyone else should think they would be as a hip hop artist or a rapper, and that dude lived that life. Now uh, he's in the fifteen nine club, Bob. Fifteen kids with nine different ladies. God, jeez, almost, a, yeah. almost a double double. There's a club for that. <laughs> double, double, yeah, yeah, that's, that's Hall of Fame. Worthy. I'm getting there. Almost a double double. Well, and You're then two for two. The very rare fifteen nine, and then uh, thirty different arrests. Or yeah. He's 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 had he's had a few mug shots. That's over a the years. that's a definite double double. Do we have gunshots or anything? <laughs> yeah, he uh, he yeah he he lived a hard hard life. He lived exactly what he was rapping about. Whether it was drugs, robbery, uh, carjackings when he was younger, tax evasion, ta- child support failure. Well, yeah, you just you just played that song that listed all of his baby mamas. 
<laughs> hey, was 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 he into what was his deal with dogs, dude? Like, didn't he have a uh, didn't he have a dog history? Was were they were they fighting or what was going on there? I don't think he was fighting dogs. I know he stole one, and that was one of his early arrests. But he was living out on the streets, so I think he would like. As weird as it may sound, like made friends with some of these stray dogs. So that's how he kind of had this dog persona. And I think when he was, uh, they had a six part Rough Rider thing on uh, BET or TV One or one of those. And I think he would use uh, the dogs to help him in the robbery. So he wouldn't have a gun, he'd have a dog. <laughs> he'd rob people. Boy, that's freaking, like, that's what I need to do. Like pits, right? That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I need to start taking. So my... he goes to a robbery with pits. Yeah, with a dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me what you got. Real, real. Can you imagine, Corby, if we took our pits to the bank? They would be hiding, <laughs> trying to dive into the back of my shirt. Yes. they'd be so scared. It'd be the worst robbery ever. There's <laughs> Blue and Geraldine. Want... <laughs> We're gonna take this sucker down. They want you to rub their belly. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> So, did, do you know if, because um, this I hadn't been able to see, I mean, clearly the guy lived a very hard life, but he also made a lot of money along the way. Did the really hard life catch up to him, and th- that's what caused the heart attack, or was this just completely random? No, no, no. He OD'd. He, the heart attack. Oh, this is an OD? Yeah. And oh. tried to get everything, uh, you know, worked out. There was one time where he said he was going to, uh, boy, I even think he made a gospel album. I know he was going to either make one or attempt to make one, that he got his call in. Like, he kind of flipped back and forth. The dude was trouble, man, the personal life. But you talk about his music and the anthems that when you, you know, y'all going to make me lose my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to give it to you and what's my name and all that. He just has anthems that when you play them from a car driving down the street, you know you're in the hood somewhere because they are <laughs> They are playing it loud, you know, so. Who's going to give it to you? Are they playing the clean versions in their car? Like we are? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Like I sent you the text. Please, dear God, get the clean version. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, uh, tell me about the Tyson walk-ups, because that's been going around, and that was pretty wild. What song was that? Do you know? I do not know off the top of my head. Okay, no. so when Tyson used to walk out to his fights wearing the white towel, and uh, that was his robe, and he would just look like he wanted to destroy anybody in their path. Obviously, he predates DMX's albums at the early Tyson, but by the time Mike got out of prison, he was using a DMX song to walk out. Like to fight Peter McNeely? Uh, no, I mean, like... <laughs> like uh, it was just like Holyfield. It was like 98 or 99. Uh, oh, was oh, it yeah. Francois Botha or somebody like that? Yeah, but but he, killers. he comes... Well, I mean, what do you want him to do? He was fighting <laughs> who was ever in front of him. That's not the point of the story, Corby. <laughs> he does this. Okay, it looks like it was uh, intro. It's dark and the and hell is hot. That was the name of his second album. I think that was his second album. Well, dark and hell is hot. That's and quite a video if you can find it because you're scared because it's Mike and you're scared because it's DMX and you're just generally scared. I bet you Larry McMurtry is going to love sharing an apartment with DMX. <laughs> you know what? I bet they have a lot to talk about. For, yeah, we were hoping that the the trifecta is going to consist of Prince Philip. DMX and Larry (laughs) McMurtry. Perfect.
I love it. You know what I mean? He's just gonna walk in and scare everybody. Yeah, it's dark and hell is hot. You might be surprised. Those dudes probably have more in common than you realize. Has Prince Philip ever met anyone quite like DMX? Oh my God! <laughs> Look, they all love the women. What's that? They're also they fit in. Yeah. Okay. Fair. All right. So I want to look it up here, um, and I want you guys to guess. Celebrity net worth of DMX, who sold 70 million records, who has 15 Ooh. kids by nine women. What do we think he is worth? 50 mil. Oh, my gosh. Not even close. Uh, f- two million. Two? I'm, do yeah. you know, Donovan? Two. No, I don't know. Okay, don't then know. I want to hear your bid because you sound like 50s way off, and I'm curious which direction. I oh I'm the direction of going down because he filed bankruptcy a couple of times Ooh. so I don't know if that had to do anything so I would say Donovan has insider would, knowledge here I would even go the under of two million DMX at the time of his death had a net worth of negative one million oh no <laughs> hey he spent it all man good for him that's right diapers are expensive right. Oh. <laughs> And all these chicks who had yeah, all these kids thinking are, that, man, we're going to be rich forever. <laughs> 70 million albums and you got nothing? Negative 1 million. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's not a good life lesson. Well. All right, well, he's in no matter what, right, everybody? Mine are you sure? He's no young For MC, sure. but I'll put him in. That's true. <laughs> Shut up, Ty. <laughs> Donnie, thank you. Ty listens to the clean versions when he rolls through his hood. Damn he right. does. Donnie, I'm thanks, man. lose my mind up in here. <laughs> Up in here. X is going to give it to you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Love you, brother. We'll see you. Bye, boys. Later. There he goes.